Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and guess what? Batwoman, we're going to talk about it. This is the mid-season finale, also known as Episode 8, A Mad Tea Party. And yeah, this is most definitely, you know, the mid-season finale for Batwoman because the next episode, uh, you know, coming up next week, is actually going to be Part 2 of the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, pretty much big crossover event. And, you know, this is probably the CW's, excuse me, this is probably the CW's uh, biggest crossover event. Uh, if you thought last year's Elseworlds was really, really good, uh, buckle in because let me tell you, Crisis on Infinite Earths looks like it's going to be absolutely amazing. So, yes, uh, episode eight, A Mad Tea Party, is definitely the mid-season finale uh, because after Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, all the CW shows are pretty much going to take a break until probably mid to late January. Uh, and then we'll resume. So don't worry. In the meantime, uh, between now and then, I will definitely be talking about a lot more stuff right here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. But <clears throat> let's get into it. Batwoman, Season 1, Episode 8, A Mad Tea Party. And before I go any further, spoilers lie ahead. So if you have not seen this episode, press pause and watch and come on back. Alrighty, so, I mean, things have definitely been kind of building to a head uh, in this series here, you know, with the emergence of Alice um, in Gotham, Batman not being on the scene for three years, the sudden appearance of Batwoman coinciding with the return of Kate Kane, uh, Kate discovering that this madwoman Alice is indeed her twin sister Beth, who was presumed dead about 15 years ago, but it turns out, nope. She was alive and well, pretty much being held hostage in the basement of a madman and pretty much drove her insane. If it wasn't for a little boy that lived in that house who went by the name of Mouse, um, giving her a copy of Alice in Wonderland, reading to her, um, you know, from behind the door where she was kept, uh, sneaking her food and whatnot. I mean, who knows what would have happened to Beth? Um, But definitely, I mean, the last couple episodes, Alice and Mouse have definitely been saying that they are planning a most exquisite mad tea party, the biggest mad tea party that Gotham will ever see. And not for nothing, uh, Alice does say, you know, a mad tea party, uh, the biggest mad tea party. Like, she says it a few times in this episode, and after a while, I'm like, okay, look, I get it. It was wearing on me a little bit, but that's probably going to be my only one really critique of the episode, because this was a pretty good way to wrap up the first half of the season, let me tell you. So if you remember last time or, you know, over the last couple of episodes, uh, Alice pretty much had stole like a, uh, I guess it's like a particle gun, we can call it. Um, it was a gun specifically designed by Catherine Hamilton or Hamilton Industries uh, to penetrate the Batsuit. Um, you know, Catherine had said uh, earlier that uh, this was something that was developed pretty much to counteract Batman just in case. I mean, Catherine actually never even really says why. Um, you know, and the project was shelved when Batman disappeared, but when Batwoman came back on the scene, uh, the project was resumed. Alice wanted this gun. Now, she didn't want the gun to actually kill Batwoman, who she knows is her sister, Kate. Um, she actually got it to exchange it for a mysterious vial of something with a woman who goes by the name of, it's either Sophia or Sophia, uh, in a Mediterranean island. Uh, actually, you know, we find out in this episode that it's on a map or two, apparently. Um, I speculated last week, and I think when they say the name of the island, and, you know, I, uh, I didn't write it down, of course, um, but it had a 
pretty distinct name to it. Uh, I speculated last week that this mysterious Sophia, Sophia, uh, whoever she is, I think is uh, Sophia Falcone, the daughter of Carmine Falcone, who is, you know, he was Carmine, Fal- Carmine Falcone is probably the biggest mobster or was the biggest mobster in Gotham City. I mean, he was a nemesis to Batman, uh, you know, really in any, any iteration that you look at it. So <clears throat> to have uh, Sophia um, Falcone kind of come in maybe in the last half, you know, the, the, the last half of the season sort of as the the overall villain or big bad uh that should be pretty interesting but like i said last episode um she pretty much procured the gun for sophia sophia um in exchange for a vial of something very very mysterious so all the pieces are in place and really what we get in this episode is alice pretty much puts her plan into motion which begins with the kidnapping of kidnapping of her father jacob now Last episode, you know, Jacob was upstate. He was chasing a lead on something upstate, yet he somehow was appearing in Gotham uh, at Crow's headquarters and talking with Catherine and seeming, you know, to patch things up. And, uh, you know, we learned that this was actually Mouse. Mouse, of course, has the ability to mimic any voice out there. And with this sort of skin grafting technique or, you know, the, the nickname, the other nickname that Mouse has is, is the skin pirate, um, for essentially stealing skin grafts and being able to mold them really into any sort of face, uh, you know, almost sort of like a, a man-made or a self-made clay face, if you will. Um, so he has been posing as Jacob Kane, uh, and really what he's been doing is to kind of get Jacob, in quotation marks there, and Catherine back together and really position them for this big gala, because that's the big thing that we hear. You know, we hear it right off the bat. Uh, we see Kate at the new property that Gotham Pride uh, real estate has purchased uh, at the end of last episode. You know, she purchased pretty much, you know, a dive bar um, right across the street from an Italian restaurant that wanted to dismiss her because, well, she's gay. Um, and her goal is, you know, I mean, well, her goal with Pride Real Estate is to, you know, buy up all the pretty much dilapidated buildings in Gotham and instead of gentrifying them like it seems a lot of other wealthy businessmen are doing, she is renovating them, but she's keeping the rents affordable so, you know, the citizens of Gotham have a nice safe place to stay instead of having to pay, you know, high rents and and fees and and whatnot. Um you know, to the crows, you know, who provide security for really the elite of Gotham. Um, we see her there. She, she's getting ready. And Mary comes in and is trying to talk her into going to this gala. It's a gala that's going to honor her mother, Catherine. You know, you know, of course, Catherine has, you know, Hamilton Industries, which, I mean, it's it's she's a weapons maker. You know, uh, she's a weapons maker. She's a defense contractor. Yes, there are are other divisions. And, you know, when we get to the gala, they do talk about that. They actually kind of sweep under the rug the fact that she really makes her money through the designing and selling of weapons. Um, You know, she does do a lot of other humanitarian things, and uh, that's really why she's being honored. Mary wants Kate to go. And Kate is like, uh, do you know what your mom did? You know, she lied to me and my dad, uh, that Beth was dead and, you know, paid somebody to say some deer skull fragments were hers, uh, when she was alive that whole time yet. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, Kate has a good point, but Mary does fire back. I think with an equally, 
equally good point where she says, uh, and, you know, so you're saying my mother is this horrible person. Uh, you know, what about the actual horrible person here, Alice, who is, you know, yes, she is your sister, but, you know, how many chances have you given Alice? Three, four, five, twenty? You know, why, you know, why is she, you know, why does she get all these chances and, you know, you find out this one thing about my mother and you're just like, you know, peace later. I want nothing to do with you. And Kate just comes right out and says it. It's like, well, she, she's my family, you know, and Mary's like, aha, uh-huh, I see. And I'm not. And, you know, I mean, this is. This is pretty much almost the straw that breaks, you know, the camel's back. You know, Mary is the one who's really been going out of her way. Uh, you know, first of all, going out of her way to try and have a relationship with Kate. Um, Kate kind of keeps her at arm's length. Uh, I mean, she does look out for her. She definitely wants to keep her safe. But especially when she realizes that her sister, her biological sister, her twin sister actually is alive. Um, she really does keep Mary at arm's length. Um you know, but Mary is making all this effort. Uh, she's making the effort with Kate. She's actually even making the effort with Jacob, you know, to try to, you know, get Jacob and Catherine back together. And, you know, she's really seeing that she's fighting a losing battle here. You know, I mean, Kate does kind of bring up a good point. She's like, what? We're all going to show up to this gala and, you know, Gotham will see us all together. And, you know, you, you think that's just going to magically heal our quote unquote family here? I mean, both sides excuse me, both sides really do bring up good points, but you know, we got a lot more to discuss in this episode. So Jacob's kidnapped. He's pretty much locked up in that basement where Beth was kept, uh, who Beth, of course, who goes on to become Alice, you know, where she was kept, uh, pretty much to keep her out of the way. Um, the fake Jacob mouse is starting to put the plan in motion. Um, and that's something is, you know, that, that's something that kind of sticks with Kate. She's just like, I don't get it. Like she even goes to her father when she finds out uh, when Mary says, you know, you don't even want to go. I asked, you know, I asked dad, I asked Jacob to go like to do it for me and no problem. He's going for me. And Kate's like, wait, whoa, 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 you know, hold the phone. He's going really after what your mother did. And, you know, it just really kind of paints a, a bad picture of, of Catherine in Kate's mind. She goes down, she confronts Jacob, and Jacob's just like, you know, yeah, water under the bridge, blah, blah, blah. I understand why she did it, you know, grow up, whatever. Kate is really perplexed here. She's just like, I don't get it. It's like it's not him. Pause. Light bulb goes on over her head. She's like, because it's not him. It's Mouse. We get to see a little bit of detective work here, you know. Um, again, you know, I've said it before, you know, Batman is the world's greatest detective. You know, I don't care what anybody says. Talk Sherlock Holmes, talk Detective Chimp, say what you want. You know, Batman is the world's greatest detective. You know, I mean, that's really the root of his character when he was created way back in the 30s. Um, So much so that, you know, sometimes Bruce Wayne himself would go out there and do some detective work for Batman. Uh, So Kate's going to do a little bit of detective work. She calls her father to sort of kind of patch things up a bit. And she mentions the fact, she's like, you know, yeah, maybe I really should give Catherine a second chance. She goes, remember when you got married and and that blizzard came and I was hoping we would get stuck and, uh, you know, you wouldn't be able to get married. And Jacob's like, you know, yeah, well, if a blizzard couldn't keep this family apart, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, you know, you know what you're right dad uh have fun at the gala you know i'll, I'll see 
And she turns to Luke and she's like, you know, my dad and Catherine got married on the hottest day in Gotham. So they know that this is Mouse. Uh, immediately she texts Sophie. Uh, of course, Sophie and her husband Tyler are still, you know, Tyler, and rightfully so. You know, Tyler is stewing over the fact that, you know, uh, you had a pretty serious relationship with Kate. And I really don't think you're over her, you know. Sophie is, I mean, Sophie just cannot, you know, last week's episode, Tell Me the Truth, Sophie still can't tell the truth. She can't tell the truth to her husband. She can't even tell the truth to herself. Um, you know, she just really doesn't know what's going on. Um, they're trying to hash it out. Of course, you know, a call comes in from Kate. You know, she dismisses it. Jacob comes in to go over the plans for the, uh, for the gala that night. Uh, when Sophie gets a text and she sees that, you know, that's not my dad, that's Mouse in disguise. Sophie's like, I'm on it. It's too late. Trank dart to the back of the neck and both of them are out and pretty much, you know, incapacitated so they won't be able to interfere. So what we get here is we have a fake Jacob and uh, the Wonderland gang has pretty much replaced all the crows that are guarding the facility. We get something really, really cool here. Uh, You know, Early on in the episode, we see a member of the Wonderland gang being chased, and he's being chased by Batwoman, and we get a little bad action here. Uh, you know, we get a little fighting. Uh, we see her fighting with a staff, which she then snaps over her knee to make a scream of sticks. Um, pretty much what she does is she beats uh, the Wonderland gang member up, and she's just like, give me your jacket, you know? Not like a Terminator thing, like, give me your clothes. You know, she's like, give me your jacket, because inside the jacket is the cell phone. Luke will be able to trace. Where has his cell phone been? He'll be, she'll be able to find uh, Alice. Uh, which she does do to pretty much go and say, you know, why did you get a gun and try to kill me with it? To which, you know, Alice pretty much tells her, like, first of all, it didn't kill you. Second of all, you know, she's like, she pretty much tells her, you know, I protected you. Yes, somebody wanted me to steal the gun for them to kill you. But, you know, I took this little capacitor thing out and she shows it to her. You know, she's like, I'm keeping my eye on you. Uh, that's when Kate happens to notice a picture of the two of them, which Kate says, I remember this picture. It was taken during our bas mitzvah. So we learned that Kate Kane is Jewish. Just like, it was it just kind of, I was like, wait, bas mitzvah. Oh, okay. Well, all right, whatever. Okay. But, you know, she just says, you know, I know why you held on to this. Um, you know, all this time, Alice has been saying, look, Beth is not in here, pointing to her head. You know, Beth is not in here. Beth is long gone. Alice is here now. But, you know, Kate still sees like some, uh, you know, sentimental, you know, treasures and things that Beth is holding on to or Alice is holding on to. And she's like, where's dad? And she's like, you know, he's he's in the place, you know, where I spent the last 15 years. And, you know, she storms off to go rescue him. And, you know, Alice like turns to her and says, you know, I'd hurry if I were you. He's not doing good. So... Sort of like, like you know, yeah, there's a little bit of Beth left in there. Anyway, uh, you know, back to the to the uh, to the stick fighting. What's pretty interesting is is uh, you know when she snaps the her staff over the knee and uses it as a scream of sticks. When she goes back to the Batcave, Luke is like, uh, "Notice you snapped the staff over your knee." She's like, it "Would have been better if they separated." He's like, "Yeah, well, they don't." We get that later on in the episode, which was really, really cool. This this episode had the most bad action in it. I mean, I've I've been waiting for it. I, I've been very, very patient. Uh, I want to see Batwoman kick a little ass, and she kicked a lot of ass in this episode. Um, so really, what we get is 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 we have a fake Jacob taking Catherine and Mary to this gala. Uh, Wonderland gang is there. Alice is getting all dressed up. 
And what we see is, is on the limo ride over, uh, Jacob uh, has a toast, you know, for Catherine and Mary. Uh, the two of them ship sh- sip champagne, excuse me. Uh, and you kind of notice, it's not really too obvious, but you kind of sort of notice that Jacob holds his, but he does not drink. Bum, bum, bum. So at the gala, Catherine's going to go up there to give this big speech and talk about all her humanitarian efforts. And she has a little teleprompter and she's going all along. And then all of a sudden you get a little Alice in Wonderland graphic there. And it's pretty much a message from Alice basically saying, you know, we pretty much have you surrounded. Don't deviate from your from your speech uh, or everyone will die. And pretty much she has rewritten the speech where Catherine pretty much says, look, I made my entire fortune on blood money. Uh, all these dangerous weapons that are on the streets of Gotham, I put them there. Not only that, you know, my husband and I formed the crew or, you know, like I put the weapons on the street. My husband's security team, the crows, protects you from them. You know, basically it's a racket, you know, and she says the real criminals of Gotham aren't people known as the Joker or the Riddler or Alice. It's me and Jacob. Um, her nose begins to bleed and she passes out. So what we get is is Jacob sort of like takes her backstage with Mary, tells a guard to watch them. I'm going to go get some paramedics. It's a setup. Alice comes in and pretty much says, yeah, I stole this lethal poison from Hamilton Industries. Uh, and yeah, your mom drank it. And it's, it's a horrible, horrible poison. It pretty much kills you very, very slowly and very, very painfully. But don't worry. They created an antidote. Oops. Nope. They didn't even bother to create an antidote. That's how horrible your mother is. So essentially what, what Alice has done is, that little mysterious vial that she traded the gun for is the only known antidote for this poison. Uh, she says it comes from this rare, rare flower on the island of uh, Cordonia or or something like that, you know, which Mary, you know, this is where Mary says, is like, is that even a real place? And she's like, it's on a map or two. I really think this is going to be Sophia Falcone coming in. That's just my two cents. And she pretty much pours it into a cup of tea. Here is your mad tea party. Because what she says is, here's the antidote, Catherine. Now apologize, you know, for what you did to me. She apologizes. Alice is like, I don't buy it. Catherine then does give a heartfelt one. She says, look, all I wanted to do is is ease the suffering of, of, of your sister and your father. I didn't know. If I had known, I would have taken it all back. I'm a mother too, you know, and I'm sorry, you know, like I did this to you. You know, you're this way because of me. And she's like, you know, yep, you're absolutely right. Um, and then she goes to give her an antidote. No sooner does she give the antidote when Mary's nose starts to bleed. And she's like, oops. Did you both drink the champagne? And she pretty much says, you know, ladies, you know, Jacob poisoned you. Mary doesn't believe it. And, you know, Alice is like, yep, you're, you're, you're a pretty smart chick. Yeah, that was an imposter. You know, Jacob, you know, who knows where he is, but, uh, here's the, here's the deal, ladies. I've poisoned you both. There's only enough antidote for one person. And she pretty much says, you know, you gotta live with the choices that you make. You know, Catherine made that choice all those years ago for whatever reason. To essentially fake Beth's death. Um, you know, was there some ulterior motive to it? Did she really want to put Jacob at ease? I am kind of on the fence about this one. So she pretty much says, look, there's only antidote enough for one of you. Okay, work it out. You got to make those choices. Uh, right away, Catherine is telling Mary to drink it. Mary is refusing. Maybe if we split it, it will last longer. We could we could whip up another antidote, this and this and that and that. And Catherine's like, no, you have to do it. 
Mary, Mary very reluctantly drinks the antidote, uh, and then essentially watches her mother die a very painful death. Uh, Catherine does reveal the fact that she knew that Mary did have the clinic, um, to which Mary is like, if you knew, why didn't you say anything? And she says, well, the easiest way to get you to stop to do anything is to approve it. She's like, that's why I never said anything. And she's like, you know, I, I really regret that I'm not going to see you become this great doctor and, and great humanitarian. Um, and she dies right there. And, you know, and the unfortunate thing is, is as all this is going on, you know, Batwoman is trying to fight her way to it. And this is where we get the bad action. Um, she's at the gala and she's pretty much fighting her way through the entire Wonderland gang. And let me tell you something. She is kicking some ass. Unfortunately, she does not get there in time. Um, she find out she finds out what happens. Catherine was poisoned. Uh, she confronts Alice. Uh, they get into a little scuffle and. Batwoman, Kate, grabs Alice around the throat and begins to choke her. And it really looks like she's going to choke her to death. But at the last second, she stops. And Alice is like, you'll get there one of these days. And that's what it is. We see that it's Alice. Alice pretty much wants to destroy Catherine, either by poisoning her or, you know, having her drink the antidote and watching her daughter pretty much suffer and die um you know because she really doesn't care for either one of those people uh, as far as she's concerned they ruined her family um she also wants kate to come to her line of thinking you know pretty much be a homicidal maniac um but you know that's just not kate that's not batwoman that's not who she is i mean for a second there, it really looked like she was going to do it, but she couldn't. And, you know, Alice is like, you'll, you'll get there. I'll get you there. Don't worry about it. Hey, Jacob, remember him? Well, he suddenly wakes up in his SUV, uh, of empty vial of poison in his pocket, and he's pretty much framed for the murder of his, of his wife. Um, you know, so he is arrested. He's brought into custody. Uh, we see Kate now, you know, of course, out of the Batwoman outfit, going after Mary and Mary is just like, you know, can you defend her now? Can you? And, you know, Kate is like, no, absolutely not. Y you know, I'm sorry. You were right. She's a horrible person. And, you know, Mary, I think very rightfully so, says too little too late, you know, and, and that's the end of that relationship. Well, at least for now. Um, so really where we stand is, is Jacob is being framed for the murder of Catherine. Uh, I don't think it'll stick because of course, you know, Mary, Mary knew. Mary knew that that was a fake Jacob. I mean, unless she's really going to do that to him and let him, you know, suffer for, you know, the death of his, his, uh, her mother. But what we really get here at the end is, you know, he's in jail. Uh, he's granted five minutes to see Kate. And, you know, she's, she's like, I'm so sorry. I should have believed you. She's a horrible, horrible person. And he says, when I get out of here, I'm stopping her to which Kate replies, you know, and I'm not getting in your way. Um, and this is really where we end it until we get a little bit of a sort of post episode, a little bit of a teaser for crisis on infinite earths. Now I haven't watched the flash in so long. I don't know which Harrison Wells this is, or, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, earth, such and such, you know, version of Harrison Wells, you know, we had Harry Wells, we had HR. Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but essentially he finds what looks like a chamber or a wall that has something to do with the monitor or the anti-monitor and he pretty much activates it. So yeah, starting next week, I believe with Supergirl, we're going to get part one.
Supergirl, uh, you know, be, will be part one of Crisis on Infinite Earths, flowing right into Batwoman. Uh, then I believe it's going to be Flash, then Green Arrow, and then a very special episode of... Um, Oh my god, I'm totally blanking. There's one more show there and it's not uh it's not Black Lightning. Um Oh wow, that's really horrible. Anyway, I mean, look it up. You'll know when it's coming. Like I said, it looks really really good, but I mean, I think this was a really good mid-season finale. Uh, you know, Alice's plan was enacted. There's definitely going to be somebody else coming to Gotham. I am 99% sure it's going to be Sophia uh, Falcone, which should be very, very interesting. You know, a Falcone coming back to Gotham, that can't be good. Um, you know, the Kane Hamilton family is pretty much in shambles. You know, can Kate ever repair that relationship with Mary? Um, what are they going to do with Alice? I mean, it's really, really clear that Jacob... Pretty much like he says, when I get out of here, I'm taking her down. Kate says, I'm not going to stop you. But that's Kate. What about Batwoman? You know, we know Batman never killed. Uh, at least not intentionally. You know, he he, he never resorted to that. Um, now, Batwoman, Kate Kane, has never said that she is going to be a carbon copy of Batman. She's going to live by all this. Fun. I mean, she doesn't kill anybody. Granted... Like I said in that end scene, it really looked like, it really looked like she was going to strangle uh, Alice or you know snap her neck, uh, but she couldn't do it because that's just not who she is. Kate Kane has said she will not stop Jacob from killing Alice. Does that extend over to Batwoman? You know, Batwoman is the protector of Gotham now. She's she's a member of the Bat family. <sighs> you know, you get all these instances throughout Batman's history. You know some of the most heinous criminals really residing in Gotham. I mean, I think Batman's rogue gallery has some of the most sinister villains out there. I mean, just, you know, right off the bat, you look at the Joker and never once, never once did Batman resort to saying, you know what? No hope for this guy. I'm just going to put a bullet in his brain and, and, and and we're going to be done with it. He never resorted to that, you know, and I'm sure there were times where he was really put to the test. Kate Kane has declared she will not stop Jacob from taking down Alice. But will Batwoman be able to say the same thing? I mean, that'll be pretty interesting. Guys, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast is there. I post pictures about the stuff I talk about. I throw up a poll or two every once in a while. Uh, like I said, up next, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, I am definitely going to watch it. And uh, hey, maybe I'll report on it. And it's going to be a while before I talk Batwoman because the, it won't be coming back until sometime in January. But don't worry. Great content will follow. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.